0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete
1: terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit healthlock.com today.
0: Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners.
3: Or download your free investor's guide now at BuyLegacyGold.com.
2: That's BuyLegacyGold.com. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, and Ken Shampo, KFI AM640, live
3: everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome, everybody. Well, we heard from a listener named Jennifer who writes, We are not all crazy in Culver City. We spoke at the meeting last night. By the way, it was an online meeting. We presented city council with a petition of more than 300 growing number of signatures of residents who do not want this. They do not represent the wishes of several residents and refuse to listen or hear us. The meeting was a complete joke. We're trying to still fight this. Can't wait to vote them out. What we're talking about is a proposal by the Culver City Council. Now listen carefully. This is really almost hard to believe. I think we both, John and I, thought it was a parody. They're considering clearing out more than a dozen parking spots under a freeway overpass to give a homeless encampment in the area room to grow. Right. So the homeless would be allowed permanently
2: to live on the sidewalk and the public, the pedestrians, would be forced
3: to walk in the street. What used to be a parking lane would be converted into a pedestrian lane with barriers. Right, and so you—they'd have to walk past the homeless
2: encampment. About fifteen you know,
3: parking spaces would be removed.
2: So all the um, all the drug addicts and the psychotic mental patients, uh, doing their heroin and meth, and uh, defecating and screaming with their uh, with the, all their criminal records, uh, the child molesters, uh, the ex felons—they'll all be there. almost like the, it's like a zoo, I guess. And uh, these people will have to walk in the street. The taxpayers have to walk in the street. The homeless people get the sidewalk.
3: It would cost about $100,000 to do this.
2: I don't know who thought of this. And they brought it up at a meeting, a formal proposal that they want to pass in Culver City. I I just can't even fathom who, who would do this.
3: We're going to bring on the former oh, oh. mayor of Culver City, Jeff Cooper, has been on our show a few times to talk about the homeless issue. And,
2: and and spent $100,000 in tax money, hundred grand in tax money for this. Let's get Jeff on. How are you, Jeff?
4: Uh, Peachy King, guys. What the hell is going on there? I am so flipping upset. I mean, a lot of hard work. That myself and many of my former colleagues put in to make Culver City a pretty cool place to reside and live and, and enjoy has been effed up by the majority of this council. And that $100,000 tag you put on there was updated last night by our public's works director to 200000 What? Of it course. doubled? Yeah.
2: Bait and switch. Did they pass it?
4: Uh, yes, it passed, it passed four to one on that. So it was passed last night, but wow. there's a lot more work to be done because they need to actually have Caltrans okay on this to even proceed, since it's their underpass underneath there. It, so it it could literally take two to six months to get this going. They, and, pass, uh,
2: they passed four to one. <laughs> I yeah. doubt eighty percent of Culver just City watched this said no to this. Holy crap! They're crazy. Where these people come from?
4: Uh, it's it's insane. Uh, if You guys are probably aware, this was born out of a, basically a threat of an ADA violation when uh, where a wheelchair-bound resident couldn't pass through because there wasn't any room on the sidewalk. So instead of coming up with the compassionate, humane, and a reasonable solution to try to fix this problem, they came up with this asinine solution that and, just basically you know, what, what... enables these people—
3: for years, I've wondered about the ADA possibility making it possible to get rid of homeless encampments, but they actually took the idea and went the opposite way. They're going to make the pedestrians go into the street along with the wheelchairs, and they're going to let the homeless yeah. encampment grow. That's nuts. Yeah. Who who was the uh, council person against this?
4: Uh, the council person against this was Council Member Vera, and the one that actually... Also voted with it, but is against it, is uh, Council Member Erickson. And there's a lot of backstory that I can't get into today why he went that way. But he, when this comes to a budget amendment, because it's going to take a couple hundred thousand, I feel very assured he will not be supporting it.
2: So the the, the main supporters are Alex Fish, Daniel Lee, and Yasmin Imani McMorrin. Correct. I I, 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 I just am flabbergasted that they would do this? Why don't they move the homeless anywhere else? Give them oh, yeah, uh, a any them. any abandoned building, empty lot, or just tell them to get out of town. Uh, tell them you go to you go to a rehab center now or you you have to keep moving. What, what, you would actually spend $200,000 to reroute the pedestrians underneath an interstate overpass. I
4: can't believe yeah, this. But, but it's what you got to get is if this takes two to six months to do this, Insanity um, with an ADA violation. Those are two thousand dollars a day because it's a thousand dollars that you have to be impeded and a thousand dollars going back times thirty for each person is sixty thousand a day. So if you look at this thing taking sixty months, six months to complete, that's another three hundred sixty thousand on top of the two hundred thousand. Wow. Why not buy these people uh, vans they can live in, to, and, and it'll save you a lot of money. So, is there an
2: active ADA case now
4: in court? Or how- uh, the threat of of an ADA case right now. There's not an active filing that I'm aware of. So, this was to preempt it.
3: What happens was, if was what the if the homeless take over the parking lane too, the pedestrian lane?
4: Uh, it's just, it's it's beyond rationale how they could arrive with, with this. Really, just still got an idea. Well,
3: can you explain to us how this happened, Jeff? Because when we've talked to you before, one of the things that was good about Culver City is that they didn't tolerate what LA did. In fact, I think it was Mike Bonin that threatened to sue communities like yours for sending your homeless into our neighborhoods or something like that because you didn't tolerate them.
4: Well, no, that our. You know, this obviously from a couple of years ago started with the Venice Boulevard underpass, where you just saw homeless, gee, on the L.A. side, on the north side, but not on the Culver City side. And that's what that was born out of. But with our council that is in charge now, it's kind of hands-off. Our police weren't going over there. They weren't rousting the homeless. They're trained in mental health violation, and they have mental health experts that now accompany them. But with our current council, they are pretty much hands-off. Period. They cannot do their job. They cannot. So the the Uh, the
2: public voted for council members who were going to let let it rip, and let the homeless uh, run free, leave them alone. I mean, Culver City was one of was one of the few.
3: That's what Remember, in Culver City, you're right. You would send out people to constantly talk to the homeless, and eventually they'd go, ah, all right, I'm not going to hang around here anymore, and they'd and, head over to and, Bonin's district. And that was working, and Culver City was was much, much cleaner. So actually four people got
2: elected who wants to turn the city into a filthy mess?
4: Really three, the three that you pointed out, and the people just... Uh, there's a lot of apathy in our city. People saw that everything was fine. They didn't pay attention. The folks from the ultra progressive side we're very organized they put a lot of time and effort to it and uh this is what we've uh, gotten. got and they got themselves a lot of folks in the schools that participate they kind of get new residents thinking that this is a, a wonderful what direction to go in and here we are at this point with oh my do you, their, god do you, do you think there'll be enough re-
3: blowback or even a recall I, out of this or do you think the the the, the resentment isn't strong enough
4: uh, there was a recall effort. It fell short, but it basically the recall effort got more actually vote more people that signed the recall than the three that we've mentioned were got in their election. So there was more votes given to these people.
3: Wow. Well, Jeff, it, it, uh,
4: this is on Washington
2: Boulevard. Is there any protest? I mean, how close is that to a residential neighborhood? Or is it all commercial?
4: Uh, right around the it's right around the corner from it, a block away. Oh my God! Literally people
2: are going to be they're going to be going insane. Nobody it, should be it, allowed it, to do
4: this. Yeah, a lot. Of, we've had people last night. People, I can't even let my kids go through there right now. Oh, kids geez. want to go to the bike shop that's on Sepulveda. They're not allowing them to do that. It's we're very compassionate about the homeless. Oh, this but is not compassion. This is well, this is destructive. He, no, no, no. You've got to put your residents. Where is the compassion for residents? And that kind of gets tossed aside by the majority of our electors on council. And hopefully come November, people will elect some common sense citizens and uh, do the right thing. And one quick plug, I think people that are listening, if you go to commonsenseculvercity.org, there's just facts and information on there that could be really helpful to people.
3: commonsenseculvercity.org. All right, Jeff, thanks for coming on again.
4: Thanks, guys. Take
3: care. That's Jeff Cooper, the former mayor of Culver City. And he is talking to us today about an incredible development in Culver City. They are actually going to take away a parking lane. This is uh, an area of the 405 and underpass at Washington Boulevard. So the homeless can have the whole sidewalk and pedestrians can now use the parking lane with barriers to get by all because of an ADA lawsuit potential. The, the, More coming up. The taxpayers are pushed into the street
2: so the homeless can live on the sidewalk that taxpayers paid for. John and Ken KFI.
3: Yes. John and Ken Show KFI AM 640. We are live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Speaking of which, you can now use that app to leave us a voice line message. Wow, technology is unbelievable. Uh, it is uh, the iHeartRadio app, little microphone. You can use that to talk back to the show, I guess, any of the KFI shows. But you get to the Johnny Ken part of the app. and You hit the microphone, leave us a message. Or you can do the old-fashioned way with a voicemail, 1-877-MOIST86. Moist 1-877- s- I'm sorry? A moist mail. A moist mail. You're there now. Okay. one 877 664 7886. Uh, This listener, Jennifer, who had emailed us last hour to say she's one of the residents of Culver City that does not like this plan to allow homeless people to take over the entire sidewalk and to make pedestrians use what is now a parking lane. They're going to convert it to a walkway for pedestrians to go around the homeless encampment. Emailed again and says that, um, well, how do I? A homeless man was masturbating in my neighbor's front yard facing the window. Oh, we have a 14 and a 16 year old girls. In the oh, house. no. Uh, this, I I don't um, understand anything anymore.
2: I don't understand how you allow a grown man to masturbate on the front lawn of somebody's house and they've got teenage kids,
3: girls, teenage girls. And this guy is, uh, pleasuring himself on their wailing away there. Maybe he noticed him it, go in the house, and he just decided to start following him and stopped. And you uh, know, I saw that st- business.
2: I saw that stupid Zoom meeting uh, on on the uh, newscast. You know, they, they they had their council. Oh, that's right. This site. is this Culver like, City why, uh, the last is, night. Yeah. Why is that a Zoom meeting? A bunch of cowards. Yeah, they don't want to face these people. Right?
3: In what? What, is, what?
2: What?
3: The the the. Vi- no, it's of an abundance of caution.
2: No, still what, wanna, yeah. The
3: virus is on the rampage just in Culver City, That's and actually these a good trick because the, a lot oh, of it people is. are showing up at meetings now, very and angry. I
2: don't think people understand how much contempt these progressive whack jobs have for people. I don't think if any day, and I, what he was, uh, what uh, Jeff Cooper, the former mayor, is talking about, it, it's just what happened with Gascon. Is is these these left-wing groups are highly organized, funded very well. And they work behind the scenes, undercover, online, and you don't even know what's coming. And they pick elections that nobody pays attention to, like Culver City, Culver City Council. Who would care, right? Who's bothering to vote? Well, that's exactly the election where they could get three whack job progressives to vote to turn over the sidewalks to the homeless and force taxpayers into the streets. I mean, they have no shame. They don't care. As preposterous as it sounds, they don't care. They know it's crazy. doesn't matter to them. Because the people that voted for them want this kind of anarchy. They want to ruin normal suburban living. They want guys masturbating on a front lawn. That's the punishment you get for buying your own house and having a lawn and a driveway with a car in it. And you're watering your lawn, so you're wasting water, and you're you're burning fossil fuels, and you have shelter, and it's it's like these Democratic Socialists of America groups, and and they're smart people. I mean, often they are rich kids, they're often up, upper middle class to wealthy kids. They went to good schools, and they got smarts, and they got organizing skills, and they're completely outfoxing normal boring people who aren't paying attention, and this is what you get. Now. It's just absolutely <laughs> insane. They have to
3: uh, they have to get up and fight in the morning now. In Culver City, well, we lost it. It used to be one of the places that did a pretty good job managing this homeless problem because we had talked to Jeff Cooper before, and the policy was, and we went over this probably last year or the year before, they would constantly send police officers or outreach people all the time to talk to the vagrants. And... The vagrants eventually just got fed up with being nagged, I guess is the word. So they went over to the uh, Mike Bonin side. Right. And camped in L.A. Right. because That's a... what we had talked about uh, one time with Jeff. And and he just kind of summed it up again in that last conversation. But not this city council. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. And they names... got apparently three of them there, three out of five who uh, want to deal with this the way a Mike Bonin deals with it, just I mean, leave it alone.
2: I would bombard these three with every form of communication you could find. It's Alex Fish, F-I-S-C-H, Daniel Lee, and Yasmin Amani McMoran. That's the majority that passed it. They have email addresses. They've got phone numbers. They've got social media sites. You just have to uh, hammer every single day. And, you know, you get, you got to show up in the next election. And there's got to be candidates aren't going to do this. This this should be this should be the only issue. This should be the litmus test. I mean these people have to be run out of office. They're destructive, terrible people.
3: I but don't you know what else... this email we got like a month ago because remember Newsom was talking about changing some of the laws dealing with homelessness and the possibility that uh, we could take conservatorship. Remember that whole Yeah. Well, wow, this email. I should have read it then. I just realized I had left it. My nephew was 31. He grew up in one of the wealthiest suburbs in the U.S. College prep, private high school, attended and graduated from the University of Miami at Ohio, had a good job, beautiful girlfriend in Chicago. During the past eight to 10 years, we noticed his mental state was falling apart. Things like government conspiracies, the aliens built the pyramids. He's convinced the end of days is coming. It's paranoia. Now, no job, no girlfriend. He's back living with his parents, but started becoming volatile with them, refused help, fled from all attempts to get him psych help, his sickness won't let him admit he needs help. I liken it when someone's drowning in three feet of water. All they have to do is stand up. It's heartbreaking to watch, but he will not get help. He's living in his car now, and eventually he'll probably lose that and literally be on the streets. We He's schizophrenic. Right. He's schizophrenic. We it's a se- get people committed from the testimony of their family or friends.
2: It's a severe mental illness, and when de- schizophrenia is diagnosed, if... People should be forced into treatment, mandatory medication, because otherwise, you see what's out there, and that is not forcing them into treatment and medication is the cruelest, most heinous thing you could do to those
3: people. It's absolutely cruel, vicious, sadistic. And I, we need to get into this more one day, and hopefully, we'll get an expert on it. It's it's mental illness, but it's meth. Oh, it's I'm meth, hearing yeah. more and more stories that it's meth. That oh. that's what a lot of these people are under. Yeah well, the meth is coming in uh,
2: by the by the billions of doses over the Mexican border. it's it's made in 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 China and it's it's sent here after being uh, you know sent through the Mexican drug cartel system. There's meth factories in China. there's meth factories in Mexico. We don't do anything to stop it. It, it doesn't seem any it doesn't seem people really care. I, I don't really understand the disconnect. It wouldn't be really hard to to take the seal off the border. You're not going to get everything, but you can you can make it real difficult. Um, and nobody seems to care. Our governments don't seem to care, ever. Either party. But we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampo. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
3: Well, welcome to California. Where no prisoner is too dangerous and he can't be set free. It was 1976. Three men hijacked a school bus with 26 kids ages 5 to 14 and their school bus driver in Chowchilla, California. They transferred the driver and children to vans, drove them 12 hours, and then buried them alive in a ventilated underground truck trailer. They were looking for ransom money from the State Board of Education. That was the motive. They wanted $5 million. Fortunately, some of the older kids managed to escape. All of the children lived, but obviously, they were traumatized. The reason we're talking about the story today is that the last of the three men wants out of prison. His name is Frederick Woods. He is 70. Parole commissioners decided he is no longer a danger to the public. He was denied parole a previous 17 times, but The 18th time was lucky. And now it moves on to Gavin Newsom to decide. It's it's, well, he can't block it because it's not a murder conviction.
2: He can only refer it to the full board of parole. Yes, it's a
3: decision by a couple of commissioners.
2: Yeah, Patricia Cassidy and uh, Keith Stanton. So these are the whack jobs that are letting out a guy who hijacked a school bus and kidnapped all those children. Now, get this. Get this. Newsom's father was a judge at the time, a state judge, William Newsom, and he was on an appeals panel in 1980 that reduced the life sentences to give them a chance at parole. Yeah, this was another time of criminal justice reform. And even after he was off the bench, he advocated for their release in 2011 saying, hey, none of the kids were seriously physically injured. What's the big deal? So Newsom's dad is just as dopey as Newsom. This is like the Garcettis. It Because this uh, Frederick Woods, he had two brothers, uh, a pair of brothers. He was with two brothers, Richard
3: yeah. and James Schoenfeld. They've already been paroled. Yeah, and they were all from wealthy San Francisco Bay Area families. I'm telling you, more rich kids. Apparently they wanted to have the fancy cars that some of their neighbors I, and friends did.
2: I, I couldn't believe that. The, the guy said he people had his and hers Ferraris, and he
3: was jealous. Yeah, they're in their 20s. They weren't teenagers. Wood was 24 years old at the time. He now claims he fully understands the terror and the trauma I caused. I take responsibility. What Claiming he's changed. He didn't have empathy for the victims for quite a while. He didn't have empathy for the victims. But he now does. Really?
2: Because a lawyer wrote that up for him to read? They, they planned he... this crime for more than a year. Well, imagine the planning because this was an underground bunker made out of a truck trailer. Yes, and they ventilated
3: it so they could keep the kids alive till they got the money. Okay, that is a lot of planning. That costs that costs some money. Yeah, this was elaborate. and And the kids
2: had to dig their way out. Yes, they freed themselves. How does... How does... How do these idiot commissioners let this guy go i mean i just don't understand this kidnapping in u.s history and newsom's dumb cluck father i mean imagine you know gavin newsom comes across as a real bizarro right and you wonder what was he like as a kid who's his dad well here's the dad the dad was advocating for decades to give these three a break they they put they put
3: kids underground underground some of them are speaking. Jennifer Brown Hyde said, I'm now 50 years old, but I can have an anxiety attack over getting in a car with my husband. I still have trauma from that. God, how many kids were in there? On the bus? There were, uh, it's right here on the, well, it was 26 people in the driver, so it was 25 kids? 25 kids. They're all take. man, they've got a photo in the San Jose Mercury News, and and it looks like, Really, what I'm they sorry, did it was 26 children and their driver, so 27 total. 26 children were kidnapped, ages 5 through 14. It looks like he really dug a grave and put a
2: trailer down into the grave. They're calling it a van in the caption. Yeah, so nobody could find where
3: they were. It was uh, evil genius, see,
2: I you guess had, you could put it. They're all put really in a grave. And these poor kids, some of oh, them I were remember the story five. when it
3: happened. This was big news yeah. around the country. It was really bizarre. And I'd kind of forgotten about it until I saw this story pop up today, and I've been reading all the details. The children the driver did not suffer life-threatening injuries, but they oh, were psychologically damaged. Can you this. imagine that? They thought they were going
2: to be buried alive. They thought they'd be buried alive in this grave. It looks like a grave.
3: Okay. What? Yeah, I... Wow. How did they know what was going on? They may not even know that. The, the, now, they did have captors, but apparently, well, they have captors or I don't know how many were there. What kind of were were ch- sleeping. This is when they made their uh, they dug out. What kind of psychogenetics
2: and what kind of childhood leads leads three guys in their 20s to be?
3: Woods, his attorney emphasized he has a discipline free record since his last parole hearing care. three years I, ago. I don't
2: care. Those records are phony.
3: Two survivors cry. spoke in favor of Woods' parole. Yeah, but a number of others—what is it? One, two, three, I four, know. five people not said a, no. It's not up to the victims. Uh, no, it's, it's not. Up to the victims. These, you know what?
2: These guys should have been should have been killed in prison. They really should have. You you you, you bury twenty five uh, kids in in a in a grave. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Nice. to get money nice nice to i guess we ne- know everything we need to know about newsom's uh, genetics
3: but like i said this is another way to get people out of prison remember prop 57 they have to figure out how to get thousands and thousands of inmates earlier release i just although this guy obviously is qualified for parole many times but he's never gotten it and
2: of course now. this barely gets covered right i wasn't aware of this story uh, uh you know it gets a little Story in the San Jose Mercury News, but this well,
3: thing—well, Associated Press covered it. Don Thompson. Yeah, but so it should be. It, that makes it a bigger Do you story. See it on but any, any of the TV it,
2: channels? It, you see it, 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 it on the LA Times? Up, right. No. Yeah. Got to go hunting. All right. All right, more coming up. John and Ken show KFI. John and Ken show John Cobell, Ken k KFI, AM six forty live everywhere in the iHeart
3: Radio app. We almost went through the whole show without mentioning the slap. Um, the Post, New York Post, page six, has an exclusive that Will Smith was on the knife's edge after tolerating months of jibes about his marriage to Jada Pinkett Smith on the awards circuit because, of course, he was nominated for King Richard, the movie. There were other award shows before the Academy Awards the other night, so I guess he's <laughs> well, been getting this kinds of uh, jokes about his open marriage. His whack-job wife has
2: some uh, dopey... Vanity show on Facebook where she constantly talks about the guy she's sleeping with. 25 years they've been married, but. Well, if you call that a marriage, he's running around with other women. shes It's
3: consensual. Yeah, apparently it's not. That's why he blew. In 2020, the couple came clean about 50-year-old Jada's entanglement with a much younger R&B singer by the name of August Alsina, age 29. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no guy can handle that. Who claimed he had an intense affair with the actress? See, I, 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 I am shocked anybody would put up with that. She said she and Will were on a break at the time.
2: Yeah, the, the, when they went to the Critics' Choice Awards, there was a host named Rebel Wilson, who said, uh, "Smith's best performance in the past year was being okay with all his wife's boyfriends," <laughs> and then an, an E. Reporter named Laverne Cox interviewed the couple saying, We can't wait for more entanglements. Hell yeah. That was Jada Pickett's uh, code word for
3: her uh, sloppy affairs, entanglements. Entanglements. Yeah. So apparently they have had therapy. (laughs) And they do have, yeah, two uh, children in their 20s. Yeah. Um, They temporarily split in 2011. He visited a tantric sex expert mm-hmm. and tripped on something called, what is it? It's, I don't know. I never heard of Some type that. of uh, herb. Or yeah, ayahuasca. Or... What is that? Eric
5: knows. It's a hallucinogenic. Uh, hallucinogenic. Okay.
2: Oh. Well, maybe he was on a hallucin- uh,
3: hallucinogenic uh, Sunday night. Did you also read about these swag bags that they got? Yeah. I know that there's some organizations, not the Academy, but they give the nominees these gift bags. $140,000 worth of stuff in there. $140,000 worth of stuff. Designer popcorn, $12,000 worth of liposuction. These people are so effed up. That's really, how bad a stereotype is that? You give Hollywood stars liposuction. Well, yeah, because that's that's what they want. <laughs> that's the audience for it. That, I that's guess who they knows. have done their research to <laughs> exactly. <figure> it out. <laughs> Obviously,
2: it's not the people in the Las Vegas buffet uh, they're line. They're called
3: Distinctive Assets. They're not affiliated with the Oscars. So they, some people may mistake and think it's the Academy. Yeah, but there's some kind of advertising uh, gimmick going on. I guess there. it's got to be a tie-in for you, them. You've
2: got to pay the Academy money in order to
3: bring your bag of uh, junk in.
2: Um, and they got a title to uh, land in Scotland, too.
0: That was yeah, in every I did day. see that.
3: You're right. Uh, a three night stay at the Turin Castle in Scotland—that's fifty thousand dollars worth. Uh, yeah. I was inspired by Denzel Washington's best actor nomination for the tragedy yeah. of Macbeth. These these are these people are in touch with uh, the real world. Uh, you write the title of Lord or Lady of Glencoe, along with a small yeah. plot of land in so, Scotland. You know what? So well, so, that'd be cool to have. So he
2: he's 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 all screwed up. He's got a nutty marriage with a crazy person who's running around on him all the time. And he's getting taunted by every two-bit comedian at every award show. And finally, at the Oscars, Chris Rock, who apparently had been doing jokes about their marriage for years, finally did one more. And he laughed. And then according to this story in the Post, and this wasn't caught on camera, he laughed and she rolled her eyes and then gave him the death glare. And, and that triggered something inside him. So he went, had to run up and, and, and uh, punch Rock.
3: People are also making a a lot of the fact that he's he's uh, smirking after he walks back to his seat like. Oh yeah, okay.
2: uh, well, you say, I, I, I mean,
3: I just read one writer who's still convinced it was a skit. Yeah, it's a setup.
2: A it's not a skit. That's uh, you know it, you know the thing is, if if Alec Baldwin had done that, and I'm picking him because he's capable of doing it, and punched a black comedian, Baldwin would have been escorted out by security. And they uh, never would have given him the Oscar. He wouldn't have worked again. He might have been but, charged. Yeah, but 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 uh, Will Smith has special privilege, and that would not have been. Uh, you know, Mel Gibson couldn't have done that.
3: Did and, you see the uh, the in memoriam part of the? They did put no. Helena Hutchins up there. I thought the audience is at least going to make a noise, but I mean yeah. she's only up there because he killed her.
2: Yeah, and uh,
3: I mean I mean. I mean, she, he's
2: uh, his wife, that, that nutty wife who has the fake Spanish accent, hilarious. Hilarious. She's having a seventh kid with him. Yes. So his life is going on fine. You know, he he killed who he killed, but uh, you know he's gonna have another child. Gonna have
3: you know? babies. Yeah. yeah.
5: Sick of these people. All right, here's a real movie star. Hey now. I hey, I, I, I think, think I, I think they adopted a kid, the Baldwins, because they wanted a girl, and all she was popping out is boys. Oh, is that right? Yeah, is and that I, the new one? Is a girl? I think it's the new one, but they also had another baby in that same year. So someone's going to have to explain to those kids later on why their uh, birthdays are only three months apart. <laughs> <laughs> kind of odd. Uh, Mark Thompson is here, and I will get his take I don't on. See him? What well, he? he's um, he's not quite here, but All he's right. coming in. Right? All right, there he is. is oh, there... now he's coming. Oh, there, oh, there he, he goes. Passed All off the right, the studio. Uh, and uh, also, uh, Jim Carrey has been sickened. Yes. By uh, celebrities applauding Will Smith. Oh, oh my god,
2: him? yeah. That's right. That's what I was saying. If Alec Baldwin punched out Chris Rock, do you think they would have given him a standing no ovation? Way, man. I didn't realize they gave him a standing ovation because yeah. I didn't I
5: didn't I didn't see it live the whole thing. They would have dragged his ass out of there. Mark Thompson, everybody. Look <laughs> yeah. at you, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's right. I haven't punched anyone in hours. <laughs> <All right. laughs> when was the last time you punched somebody? Uh I inadvertently uh broke a guy's nose, but it was not my intent. How many fights have you but been? Was in life? was I was, was my, my elbow? I hadn't. I didn't mean to. How many fights have you been? No, a handful. Really? Yeah. I've been in one in my life. In high school, guy kicked my ass. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I'm zero for one in life. <laughs> I had a you, brand new Retired. Green, yeah. I had a brand new freshly knit green sweater I'll never forget wow. it because it was covered in blood at the end of the fight uh, <laughs> and I was only in seventh grade and the, yeah. and, the, and the guy and the guy kicked my butt but i mean he broke I don't think he broke my nose, but he caused my and there was blood all over my and my grandmother, still alive at the time of course. Uh, it was just heartbreaking. I had to go home, and it was soaked in blood. Yeah, you oh. don't you don't get a lot of winning records in fist fights and with radio guys. <laughs> yeah, there's no radio boxing division. you no. can smack talk with the best of them. Yeah, you could uh, talk your way out of a lot of stuff. <laughs> you been in a fight, John? Oh, not since fourth grade. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And that was a loss. Yeah. <laughs> How close has uh, your wife ever come to punching you in the face? Um, mine came really close. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I've like- I've seen that look, like she's <laughs> contemplating it. Oh my so, god! And you just you take a, a, a you know evacuation maneuver. <laughs> Don't try to get in that last
5: point. That's great, man. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> we got Conway Thompson. All right, Dig dong, everybody. coming wow. up. Let's go. Good.
2: KFI, KOSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio.
3: Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse.
2: Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust.
3: Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door.
2: Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173
3: or visit buylegacygold.com.
1: When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHTalent.com today.